0: great, Lord Light Center. Thank God for another opportunity to minister to us the Word of God on tonight. I'm going to ask that you open up your Bibles to uh, Genesis chapter 24 as an opening. Genesis chapter 24, and then Joshua chapter 1. Genesis chapter 24, and then Joshua chapter 1. We're going to pray, and then we're going to prepare our hearts for. Um, uh, the word on tonight. Okay. Let's bow our heads. Father, let thank you for just another opportunity to uh, minister to your word, minister your word today to your people. We thank you, Father, that your word is a lamp unto our feet and it is a light unto our path. Uh, we thank you, Father, that uh, you've given us your word to help us and, and to give us everything for life and for godliness. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you would bring revelation as we spend time in your word and that you would speak to us uh, and give us answers and everything that we need uh, to, to meet our needs in the name of Jesus we thank in advance for all you're going to do for us and we thank you for our apostle for his family and he will bless and prosper them and here today father bless and prosper everyone listening to your word on tonight and we thank in advance for it in Jesus name amen and amen praise God hallelujah uh, again uh We're gonna look at Genesis chapter 24 and then we'll go to Joshua chapter one. And we're gonna look at Genesis 24 and we're gonna start at verse 62 and we'll be in the King James version, Genesis 24 and uh, starting at verse 62, we'll look at verse 62 and 63 in the King James Bible. Uh, Tonight, I wanna minister on, um, the title I have is Meditation for Manifestation. Meditation for manifestation. So I want to study uh, about meditation here a little bit uh, tonight as we spend time, and uh, I, I do believe that uh, that we are we're engineered, we're, we're designed for meditation, we're, we're designed uh, to to meditate. And here in uh, as we get to Genesis twenty-four and verse sixty-two, the first point I want to bring out is that. Uh, meditation must be a regular part of our time of drawing close to Father God. Meditation must be a regular part of our time of drawing close to Father God. Uh, and before I read that, uh, this, this word meditation uh, has to do with the word musing. Um, in, the Hebrew, in the Hebrew word, uh, Hebrew meaning, it means musing, to ponder, to consider some of the ideas to turn over in one's mind, to, to examine, uh, to think about, reflect. So this idea with, with, with musing, the, uh, the concept of musing. So meditation is to ponder and to consider, uh, to, to deliberate. And so again, the point is meditation must be a regular part of our time of drawing close to Father God. And here in Genesis chapter 24 and uh, verse 62, uh, it says here, uh, and Isaac came from the way of the well of the for he dwelt in the south country. And then verse 63, and Isaac went out to meditate in the field at even time. So he went out to meditate. He lifted up his eyes and saw and behold, the camels were coming. Uh, I want to read this out, the Amplified Bible, uh, verse 62. Uh, of Genesis 24. It says, Now Isaac had returned from going to Beer uh, Lahai Roy, which means well of the living one who sees me, for he was living in the Negev. Verse 63 Isaac went out to buy himself down in prayer in the field in the early evening. So in his meditation, he went out to buy himself down in prayer in, in, in the field in the early evening. Here in the Amplified Bible. And he raised his eyes and looked, and camels were coming. So here it says that he went down, he bowed down in prayer in the field in the in the early evening. And so um, the idea here is that he was using this time to draw close to Father God. And so our meditation time is an opportunity, or should be a goal, for drawing close to Father God. The world has so many different variations on meditation, but for us as believers. The purpose of meditation, part of the purpose of meditation is for us to draw closer to Father God, to draw closer to our maker, to draw closer to our creator, uh, to draw closer to what he's called us to be. So the meditation helps us to step in to our identity, help us to step in more into our identity with, with God and, and drawing close to Father God as his children, as sons and daughters of God. And so meditation must be a regular part of our time as we seek to draw closer and closer to Father God. Amen. Hallelujah. Now go with me to uh, Joshua chapter one. This is a familiar passage. Joshua chapter one in verse eight in the Amplified Bible. Joshua chapter one in verse eight. The point I want to bring out here is is we're looking at meditation for manifestation. Uh, The point is as we look at Joshua one is that meditating on god's word to obey it and notice that to obey it empowers you for success again meditating on god's word to obey it empowers you or empowers us for success so uh, let's uh let's go here to uh, joshua 1 in verse 8 and i'm gonna read this out of the amplified bible and it says this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read and meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will be successful. And so God has given this, this, uh, this word to Joshua and he says, uh, this book of law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall read and meditate on it. Meditate on what? Meditate on the word day and night. Why? So that you may be careful to do everything that, that is that, uh, everything in accordance with all that is written in it. And so meditating on God's word is for the purpose of obeying it. It's not just i meditated on the word. The meditation is to empower us to obey it. And as we obey the word, then that leads us to success. Because it goes on to say, meditate on the day and night. Why? So that you may be careful do everything in accordance with all that's written in it. And let me just say this, meditation is almost like a magnet, if you will. So it's what we meditate on uh, draws us to the things that we're meditating on. So as we meditate on the word, then it's prompting us to do the word. The more we meditate on it, then it prompts us to do it. So whatever we're meditating on, is what's gonna come out in actions, And we'll talk further about that as we go further. But uh, he says, meditate on the day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything that that is in accordance with all that is written in it. In other words, to obey it or to do it. For then, once you do it, you will make your way prosperous and then you will be successful. So God has given us his word for success. So he's given us his part. He's given us the word for success. But our part is to meditate on it for the purpose of doing it. And the Bible says in James, not just to be hearers only, but to be doers of the word. And once we're doers of the word, then we're blessed in the deeds. And so we've got to meditate for the purpose of obeying it or for the purpose of of working it. You've probably heard it. uh, You've probably heard the saying, uh, it works when you work it. So the word works when you work it. The word works when you apply, the word works when you practice it, when you exercise, when you implement it. So uh, it's there, it's available. The word is here available to us, but we've got to do our part to put it into action. It's not just reading the word, not just meditating on the word, but it's actually doing the word and applying the word to our lives. And then he says, once we do that, then we'll make our way prosperous and then we will have success or then you will be successful. Now, God wants us to be successful he wants us to be prosperous, but uh, our part, our half, our assignment is to meditate on the word. And as we do that, like I said earlier, we're coming into our identity, our rightful place, our rightful position as we meditate on the word of God, and, and we meditate for the purpose of doing it. So again, uh, meditating for the purpose of doing, and then uh, another definition for, for meditating, um, it says here is uh, from the, the Hebrew word, uh, haga or haga. It means to murmur, uh, to murmur, in other words, saying to yourself, uh, to ponder, to imagine, uh, to meditate, to mourn, to mutter. So as we speak the word, because he says, you let it not depart out of your mouth. So we've got to speak the word. That's a part of applying the word. We've got to speak it. We've got to speak the promises of God. Uh, We talked about healing. We've got to speak the promises of healing. We've got to speak the promises of of deliverance. We're talking about being supernaturally free. We've got to speak the promises of being free. We got to speak those things and meditate on those things and as we do like i said meditation is like a magnet that will draw us to um the uh, the manifestation of what we've been meditating on again we're talking about manifest meditation meditation for manifestation uh and so uh a so third point i want to bring out here then is what we meditate on <clears throat> does matter it does make a difference what we're meditating on so the content of our meditation is important jesus remember he said the truth will make you free so what you meditate on uh does make a difference so we've got to meditate on the truth and um, here uh god told him and this is, uh and we'll see it further meditate on it day and night day and day and night we'll continue to talk further about that let me read this out in the new living translation And we're going to move on to the book of james but the new living translation uh verse eight says study this book of instruction continually meditate on it day and night so uh so you will be sure to obey everything written in it only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do so we got to study and meditate on it. so once we do that in order that we may be sure to obey it then uh we'll prosper everything we do Uh, and so there there is opposition that's coming yes, sir, we may have the meditation piece in there but there's opposite uh, opposition saying uh, that won't work or um uh, uh, keeping us from from doing our flesh rises up and we don't want to implement the word we're talking about love month uh, this month and um talk about the walking in love and you know it's it's a choice that we would possibly talk about it. love is the choice we got to make that decision to love <clears throat> our flesh work they want to uh, override us and and said, "No, I'm not going to walk in love with this person. Uh, I'm not going to try to walk in peace with this person." Uh, Member says, as, "As is possible with you, uh, aim to live in peace with everyone." But we've got to hear the word and then apply the word, do the word, and then we'll make our way prosperous and we'll have good success. He says, "Only then, in the New Level Translation, will you prosper and succeed in all that you do." Hallelujah. So the the success is therefore but we have our job to make sure that we're meditating for the purpose of obeying God's word, hallelujah. Now go with me to James chapter one and we're gonna look at the Amplified Bible, James chapter one and uh, verse 14. James chapter one and uh, starting in verse 14 in the Amplified Bible. The thing I wanna bring out here is that uh, looking, as we look and learn keys, uh of what I'm calling the mechanics of, of meditation. Uh let me let me rephrase that. As we look and learn uh keys from a negative example, we learn uh the keys of meditation or we learn the essentials of meditation. So as we look and learn uh keys from a negative example, we're gonna look at this in, in James chapter one, uh we'll we'll learn uh the keys of meditation or what I'm calling the mechanics of meditation. So here in James chapter one and, and amplified starting at verse 14, and we'll read down to verse 18. Uh here says, but each one is when, but but each one is tempted when he is dragged away, enticed, and baited to commit sin by his own worldly desire, lust, or passion. Verse 15. And when the illicit desire has conceived, we got some key words here. It gives birth to sin, and when sin has run its course, it gives birth to death. Verse 16. Do not be misled, my beloved brothers and sisters. Verse 17. Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of lights, the creator and sustainer of the heavens, in whom there is no variation, nor rising or setting, or shadow cast by his turning for he is perfect and never changes and in verse uh, 18 it is of his own will that uh, uh it is of his own will that he gave us birth as his children by the word of truth so that we could be so that we would be a kind of first fruits of his creatures a prime example of what he created of what he created to be set apart to himself sanctified made holy for his divine purposes. So again, uh, here we're looking at uh, and learning keys from a negative example of what I'm calling the mechanics of, of meditation uh, that reveal principles or centers of meditation. So here it's talking about being tempted, but here's some, there's some key components here. It says the person is tempted when he's dragged away and enticed and baited to commit sin, verse 14, by his own worldly desire or passion so one of the one of the key essentials of, of meditation is uh, desire so it starts with a desire and just like we can have a negative desire we can have a good desire or we can have a good passion so we're, we're looking at this uh this negative example but but pulling some keys uh, what i'm calling some mechanics of meditation so first uh, a desire Let's have a, a a godly desire rather than a fleshly desire. So a godly desire. God, give me your desire. God, give me your passion. And then verse fifteen uh, talk when the illicit desire is is conceived. But we're talking when when the godly desire is conceived. So uh, uh, and so when we have a godly desire that is conceived, then notice verse fifteen. It gives birth, and the negative example it gives birth to sin. But on on the positive side, on the godly side, when we conceive, we give birth to a godly manifestation. So for example, uh, a passion for healing, a desire for healing, a desire for prosperity, a desire for deliverance. We have that desire and we meditate on that. That's how we conceive it. So uh, I submit that, that, that meditation produces conception. As we meditate on it over and over, it comes on the inside of us and we can say it comes alive on the inside of us. It bursts forth on the inside of us. So that's one way you, you can tell when you got it, when it bursts forth on the inside of you. Maybe in educational terms when the light bulb goes off, and you got it. You, you grasped it. So it says when that desire is conceived, it gives birth. So once we get that, once we meditate, then it, it gives birth. And then here in the negative example, it gives birth to sin but on the positive on the godly side it gives birth to a manifestation and then here in verse 17 it says every good thing every good thing given and perfect gift is from above so there are godly desires that we receive from from the father and uh, as we meditate on on those it says it gives birth and we can say it, it gives delivery and so again every good Every good thing, verse seventeen. Every good thing and every perfect gift is from above. So we can have good desires, even though verse fourteen is talking about the negative desires being enticed to sin. But we can have godly desires. We can have good desires. And then uh, verse eighteen, it says it was of his own will that he that he gave us birth. And so God birthed us, and uh, it goes on to say he gave us birth as his children by the word of truth. So he birthed us by his word. And so I said we can birth things by God's word. As we meditate on God's words, we saw over there in Joshua, as we meditate on his word over and over until it becomes alive on the inside, until we conceive it on the inside of us, then it becomes alive on the inside of us. And then from that conception, then it leads to birth a delivery. When we think about delivery, it's coming in the in manifestation. What was on the inside is coming out on the outside. What was birthed on the inside and conceived on the inside is being released or manifested on the outside. And so as we meditate on God's word, it will help us to get to the place where we birth things on the outside. So what desires, what godly desires does does God have for you to receive? What godly desires do you believe God wants you to have? Focus on those godly desires, begin to meditate on those. Uh, Those godly desires will be in line with the word of God because uh, the word of God brings, uh, it births us into salvation, births us into the kingdom. So as we meditate on God's word, uh, it positions us to receive the things that God has for us and to bring those into manifestation. So we receive those godly desires, we meditate on those over and over until it becomes alive on the inside of us. And then once it becomes alive on the inside of us, then the next step of progression is just being forced out because we meditate just like that natural baby is growing and growing. And it gets to that place where it's time for it to manifest. So we're we growing that, that, that spiritual baby in our womb, that godly desire, healing or deliverance or salvation, prosperity, whatever it is, we're meditating on that. That's in agreement with God's word. And, we, and it's like the seed of God's word, the word is a seed. And we are the soil. We hold on to that word. We connect with that word through meditation. And then we uh, it, becomes, it becomes alive on the inside of us as we meditate on it. And then we give birth to it. And we bring glory down to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So we have the desire. We have the conception. And then we have the birth. Hallelujah. Desire, conception, and then it gets birth. Glory to God. Let's continue on as we uh, continue. Uh, look at this uh, thing about meditation. Go with me now to Psalm number one. Psalm number one, and look at this in the Amplified Bible. Psalm number one, starting in verse one. Uh, the point I wanna bring out here is that those who meditate, uh, let, me, let me rephrase that. Those who master meditation, that's what I wanna say. Those who master meditation are positioned in a blessed state those who master meditation are positioned in a blessed state those who and we talk about master those who who learn meditation those who who understand meditation those who 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 meditate and acquire meditation they are positioned in a a blessed state so here in psalm 1 and amplified in verse 1 first word it says is blessed and notice uh that the book of songs begins with the word blessed we'll talk about that in just a moment but uh here it says blessed verse one blessed fortunate prosperous and favored by god is a certain person is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked following their advice and example nor stand in the path of sinners nor sit down to rest in the seat of scoffers or ridiculers verse two but his delight is in the law of the lord and on his law his precepts and teachings he habitually meditates day and night so there it is he meditates uh day and night and uh and so again those who master meditation they're the ones who are positioned in a blessed state it says you're blessed are those uh those who don't walk in the counsel of the god but their delight is in the law of God. So blessed is the person whose delight is in the law of God. In the law of God. So um, um, this, this person here does not hang around with the godless people. They take their delight in God's word. They take their joy in God's word. And so here it says, his delight, verse 2, is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, his precepts, his teaching, he habitually meditates day and night so again this is a habit this is a habitual meditation so to meditate on it that person is a person that's in a blessed state that person's in a blessed state and uh, i read here we talked about uh in his law he meditates day and night this person is in the blessed state uh th- their meditation on the word allows god to shape their thinking their meditation in God's word allows God to form their thinking. Something's going to impact our thinking. And the best resource to impact our thinking is God's word. God has given us, God is our creator. And he's given us his word to shape our thinking. He, he even teaches us how to think. And so he's given us his word to teach us how to think and what we should be meditating on. Why? So that it can bring success is what he has designed for us as our heavenly father for his children. And so we're blessed, uh, we're fortunate, we're prosperous, we're favored by God, it says in Amplified. The person who doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly, following their advice, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, verse 2. So as we meditate on the word of God, meditation can reveal counsel or advice to us. As we meditate, maybe you're meditating on a problem, maybe there's a problem in the job, and you're meditating on God's word for a solution. As we meditate on that word, That word can reveal advice. That word word can reveal a counsel to us. Maybe you're in school and you have a talented school, whatever it is, as we meditate on God's word, we're, we're setting our minds in a higher perspective. We're setting our minds on the things of God. We're opening up ourselves to receive the wisdom from God as we meditate on his word. And as we meditate, then the counsel or the advice that we need can come through active meditation and we'll get those answers because notice verse one, it says, best of the person who does not walk in the counsel, doesn't walk in, and it says here in the Amplified, the wicked following their advice, doesn't walk in their counsel." This person chooses to meditate, still listening to the world and listening to the wicked. This person is choosing to meditate on God's word. Hallelujah. What greater things to, to meditate on? Is there anything greater to meditate on than the word of God? And he says, His delight is in the word of God. So we have to have a delight. We have to have a, a, a change in our, remember, our spiritual taste buds, where we really enjoy the word of God. Our delight is in the word of God, it's not in, in the ways of the wicked, it's not in what's going on in the world, it's not in the fleshly things. Our delight is in the word of God. Our taste buds are in the word of God. The Bible says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. So as we spend time in the word and we digest his word and we take his word on the inside of us, and as we meditate on his word, on his laws, as we meditate on that day and night, we learn in Joshua, we'll make our way prosperous and we'll have good success. Hallelujah. <clears throat> and so uh, this word blessed uh, means uh, we have an advantage. Hallelujah. We have an advantage, there's favor. Uh, we have a, 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 a superiority. So once we, Once we meditate on God's word, it puts us in a a superior position than the rest of the world. Because we're meditating on the highest standards there is. We're meditating on the highest principles that there are for humanity. So as we're meditating on the word of God, God's word, then it puts us in in a superior position. Hallelujah. And so that means we're blessed. We're favored. We're highly favored. We're set apart because we're meditating on the principle of God's word. And as we meditate, like I said, it's like a magnet. We'll draw closer to those principles and our lives will elevate and and uh, and uh, be uh, uh, upgraded, if you will, to a higher level, not just at a human fleshly level, but to a higher spiritual level because we're meditating on the word of God. Glory to God, hallelujah. We know that Jesus must have meditated on the word of God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us and he, Embodied the word of God. He walked in the word of God. And so, as we embrace God's word and meditate on his word, so that it can transform our lives and then transform our circumstances, and will help to bring glory and honor to God. And we'll elevate our lives and be like God designed us to live uh, as his children on earth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me do, do just a little bit more with you. Uh, go with me to Psalm uh, number 63. Psalm number 63. And we're gonna look at verse uh, six, Psalm 63 and verse six. Uh, I like this Psalm 63, I just adopted it as my birth year song, this birth year, Psalm 63. You can look at the Psalms, uh, your year as well. uh, but I adopted this as my birth song since this year is 1963. But uh, the point I wanna bring out here about meditation here is that we must choose to meditate on the things of God and not allow worry to rob us of his peace. Again, we must choose or be determined to meditate on the things of God and and not allow worry to rob us of his peace. So here in Psalm 63 and Amplified verse 6, it says, When I remember you on my bed he's on the bed laying down he says i meditate and thoughtfully focus on you in the night watches me read it again verse 6 psalm 63 when i remember you on my bed so it's important what we think about when i remember you on my bed i meditate and thoughtfully focus on you in the night watches so notice what he's meditating on the psalmist is meditating on so again we must choose or uh, be determined to meditate on the things of God and not allow worry to rob us of his peace. So sometimes you're in, in the bed, uh, sometimes worry will try to bombard your mind and, you know, uh, all the what is, what, you know, all these kinds of things. I experience these things, you know, the things that try to uh, keep me up and uh, keep me worried and keep me fretting. But here the psalmist gives a key. When I remember you on my bed. And I meditate and thoughtfully focus, I like to amplify, focus on you uh, when in the night watches. So we gotta, we gotta meditate and focus on Him uh, in the night watches. We've gotta choose to meditate on Him uh, during the day, starting the day, at, at the start of the day, talk about day and night, and at night at the end of the day, meditate on God and His Word. We must center our thoughts on Him. So we've got to uh, meditate starting the day, remember said day and night. Uh, and then at the end of the day, meditating on God's word. So starting our day, meditating on him, going into the day with a mindset, with a God mindset, because I'm meditating on him and on his word and on his promises. And then at the end of the day, after all the things you've maybe dealt with during the day, all the daily activities, but at the end of the day, you refocus your mind on him and you're meditating on him and on his promises and it allows you to, to get that sweet blessed sleep because you you're clothing yourself if you will you're covering yourself like a blanket with the word of god meditating on his promises and you're blanketing yourself blanketing your soul on his words and uh, sleeping uh with, with his words being the last thoughts of your conscious mind as you go drift off into into sleep you're meditating on the word of god and it positions you through the night as you meditate meditating on the word it positions you to receive answers and receive solutions and receive uh uh ideas and concepts things that you need and as you start the next day you're meditating on him and praising him connecting with him partnering with him as you enter into a brand new day you're meditating on him not uh, reaching for the phone some people reach for the phone the first thing getting you know Messages and text, messages, it sets your mind off. But if you put Him first, meditate on Him, and I'm so thankful, Apostle. Uh, morning after morning, He'll send out the text messages. You know, so starting the day, He's sending out a, a, a scripture for us to get our minds focused on the Word of God and, and claiming those promises as we enter in to our day. Hallelujah. So here again at nighttime, remembering you're my bed, I meditate and thoughtfully focus on you in the night watches and even if you wake up during the night and those uh, those negative thoughts try to come against you doing in the night watches again speak out remember meditate on it day and night and let the word be in your mouth speak god's word. speak god's promises think on god's promises and let that override uh, the things that's trying to come against you and trying to pull you away from god and trying to worry you and trying to rob you of your rest and sleep and everything that you need uh, to be healthy and whole so we've got to choose we've got to determine to meditate on the things of God hallelujah glory to God let's go a little bit more here uh, let's go to psalm uh, 77 psalm 77 and this will be in the king james version uh, verse 5 psalm 77 and the king james version verse 5 uh, the point i want to bring out here is we go to psalm 77 and verse 5 in the king james Uh, Just a a simple point or just uh, kind of summarizing, if you will, what we meditate on the inside will be talked about on the outside. What we meditate on the inside will be talked about on the outside. So let's read these. Psalm 77 and starting at verse 5. And we'll read 5 and 6 and we'll skip down to verse 11. Uh, In verse 5 it says, I have considered the days of old, the years of ancient times. Verse six, I call to remembrance my song in the night. I commune with mine own heart and my spirit made diligent search, hallelujah. Hallelujah, so notice that he's calling to remembrance. He's considering the thing. Verse five, I have considered the days of old. And then verse six, I call to remembrance my song in the night, I commune with my own heart, I'm communing and my, my spirit made diligent search hallelujah so it's like it's turning on the inside he's meditating and 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 these things are turning on the inside of him. skip down to verse 11 he says i will remember the works of the lord i will remember the works of the lord so he's focusing in on, re- on remembering the works of the lord surely i will remember thy wonders of old and then verse 12 I will meditate, there it is, I will meditate also of all thy work and talk of thy doings. Hallelujah. So he's choosing, again, he's determined here, I'll meditate also of all thy work and talk of all thy doings. Verse 13, thy way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Hallelujah. Coming to church and meditating in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? And I like verse 14. Thou art the God that doest wonders. Hallelujah. Thou hast declared thy strength among the people. Hallelujah. So, meditating on, on God and meditate on what God is doing. Again, what we meditate on the inside will be talked about on the outside. So, here in, in, in verse six, 5 and 6, I have considered the days of old, the years of ancient time. Verse six uh i called to remember my song in the night so what are we thinking about we've got to examine what are we thinking about what are we choosing to allow into our minds i heard uh one one minister say i forbid thoughts of failure and defeat to inhabit my mind hallelujah we've got to make those declarations i forbid thoughts of failure and defeat to inhabit my mind we've got to choose we get to choose what we get to meditate on we've got to choose and so uh Here in verse 12, it says, I will meditate also of all thy work and talk of all thy doings. A sub point I want to bring out here is that we must constantly choose to meditate on the works of the Lord. Must constantly choose to meditate on the works of the Lord. Uh, And that is to focus our attention on what the Lord is doing and talk about Him. We've got to center our uh, attention on what He's doing. We've got to focus on what he's doing we've got to constantly choose to meditate on the works of the lord and focus on what he's doing yes the enemy is working but god is the victorious one hallelujah he is our focus the enemy is doing his work and you you look at the things going on in the world the enemy is at work yes he's working but god is the victorious one and we know that ultimately the ultimate victories uh, will come to him and everything will bow at his feet. So, why waste our time meditating on things that are temporary? Hallelujah. When God is the eternal, victorious one, eternity is in his hand. He has the final say, he has the ultimate word, he has the last word. So, since everything is in his hand, why not focus on what God is doing? He's at work behind the scenes, he's shifting and arranging circumstances, he's seeing things play out. And, People are working who are parting with the enemy for their own self destruction, but the but God is working as well. As we choose to meditate on Him and meditate on what He's doing, His people are, are being raised up. His people are being empowered. His people are being strengthened to go out and to do the works of God. And in verse fourteen, He's the God that does wonders. He's He's doing miraculous things, and so we got to choose to focus on what He's doing. The, the miracles are still happening. Uh, wonders are still happening. Signs are still happening. God is still at work. Hallelujah. So we've got to choose to focus and to look for what he's doing. Look for the signs. Look, look at his evidence. Find what he's doing. Uh, the, the, the prophet said, uh, they, they were looking at the, the drought, and then he said, uh, I see uh, a cloud at the size of a man's hand. He's, he was focusing on what God was doing, and then that began to expand, and it began to have the rain. So he was looking at the sign, no matter how seemingly small it is, uh, God is still at work. God is still doing significant things. And it's just going to increase and increase and increase because he's a final winner. He has a final outcome. He's working all things out for our good. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so in verse 11, it says, when I remember the works of the Lord, in verse 12, I will meditate also on thy work. And then notice this, and talk of thy doing talking about what the Lord is doing. As we talk about it, we're magnifying what God is doing. And, and also, like I said, what we're meditating on on the inside, what we talked about on the outside. As we continue to meditate on what He's doing, then that's what's gonna come out on the outside. We'll be speaking the work of the Lord and the promises of God on the outside. Hallelujah. And that means we're partnering with Him in what He's doing. We're choosing to partner with Him, be a part of His work. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, Let me give you one more and then we'll we'll wrap up. Uh, Go with me to Psalm uh, 119, Psalm 119 and we'll look in the Amplified at verse 15. Psalm 119 and verse 15 in Amplified Bible. Uh, The point I want to bring out here is that meditating in God's Word will open our understanding on the path God wants us to live. Hallelujah. Meditating in God's word will open up our understanding, our our appreciation, our insight on the path God wants us to live. Again, it goes back to meditating on the word. In Joshua 1 and 8, meditating will make our way prosperous and we'll have good success. Again, meditating in God's word will open our understanding on the path that God wants us to live. Here in Psalm 119 and verse 15 in the Amplified Bible, it says, I will meditate on your precepts and thoughtfully regard your ways, the path of life established by your precepts. And then verse 16 says, I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Hallelujah. Verse 15 again, I will meditate in your precepts and thoughtfully regard your ways. So I'm thinking about your ways. And then it says in the Amplified, the path of life established by your precepts. So as we meditate on God's word, it opens up our understanding and we'll begin to see the path that God wants us to live. Hallelujah. We'll see his path and see uh, uh, the media and all these different things are trying to uh, capture our meditation, trying to capture our imagination. But as we meditate on God's word, we choose to focus on his word it will open up our understanding to the path that he wants us to live hallelujah hallelujah we'll stop there let's just praise god for a moment Father, we you just take this moment just to thank you for your word that you've given us thank you that your word uh, leads us the path of life and uh leads us to uh, godliness and uh leads us to uh success and prosperity thank you that you've given us your word to apply it to our lives so that we can live the God kind of life, uh, the, the God style life that you've called us to live. We thank you so much. Continue to help us, Holy Spirit, to meditate on the word day and night, uh, every opportunity we can to, uh, to, to focus on your word, to focus on your promises, to allow your word to change and to transform our lives. Bless us uh, tonight. And even as we wind down tonight, Father, help us to reflect on your word, to think about your word, to pardon what you're doing in our lives and around the world think about your results uh, think about your activities that you're doing and to give you the praise for it and we thank you for it in Jesus name amen and amen praise God praise God hallelujah we trust that God has uh, used this uh, word to to help us to continue to shape us and continue to transform us uh, to be all that God has called us to be uh, continue to chew on these uh, these uh, keys that we've shared and and others that the Holy Spirit is revealed to you. But not only chew on it, but apply it to our lives and watch the results that will come. Watch the trajectory of our lives change as we break away from things that we shouldn't be meditating on to meditating on God's Word for the purpose of applying it into our lives. Amen. This time, give an opportunity uh, to give and to. A part of uh, the great work that God is doing and uh, to bless this ministry. They're going to put the information there for you to uh, to give. And uh, this one encourages you give to put your heart in, into your giving, uh, put your faith around or your giving, put your faith around your seed. Uh, thank God for the opportunity or the privilege of being able to bless uh, His work here on the earth by uh, giving financially. And as we give financially, we'll help the ministry to expand. Uh, There can be more outreaches and uh, help more people, just like we receive the word as we keep uh, uh, the ministry moving forward. And and Malachi says, meet in my house. As we do that, then we'll be able to provide sustenance for others and be a blessing to other people, just like we've been blessed as well. So uh, there's the information there. Uh, You can text or uh, give online the timely information. Uh, So again, encourage us to put our heart in our giving uh, and just uh just thank God for the privilege of giving and just uh, put your faith that i bless this seed that I'm that I'm sowing into the ministry and uh and as you put your heart into your giving realize you're, that you're sowing for eternity you're, you're you're planting eternal seeds seeds that will last for eternity when all the uh, temporary things of the earth fall away uh what we do for Christ will last as the song says and uh, his kingdom will never end, glory to God, hallelujah. So just encouraging you to plant seeds into the kingdom and also sowing and blessing the apostle as well and uh, being a blessing to him, amen. So we thank you again for uh, honoring uh, uh, the time of giving, time of sowing and uh, thank God for the, uh, the privilege of being able to give, being, uh, blessed, being uh, blessed to give. The Bible says it's more blessed to give than to receive. So we thank you God for the opportunity to give and that you give seed to the soil. And so we thank you for it. Uh, that we can plant those seeds. And uh, not only plant those seeds, but you'll bring a harvest back to us. So we thank you for it in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise God.